are listening to Dairy Voice, a podcast exclusively for the dairy industry. One of our sponsors of the Dairy Voice podcast is National DHIA. NDHIA ensures information accuracy and represents their members' interests. They are the direct voice for the dairy information industry. To find out more, go to dhia.org. Dairy Voice podcast is proudly sponsored by Jeffo. Jeffo's protected solutions optimize health and performance of dairy cows during periods of stress. To find out more, go to jeffo.ca. That's J-E-F-O dot C-A. Hi, this is Ashley Johnson with Brook Human Resource Solutions. Uh, as many of you are experiencing, the dairy industry is struggling to find enough workers to keep their dairy farms working at full capacity. Uh, let's face it, labor shortage is a top concern and a constant headache for not only dairy farmers from coast to coast, but pretty much all employers at this point. Attracting and keeping employees is a shared challenge for dairy farmers facing competitive labor markets and labor shortages. I think the labor shortage topic stems from many factors, including an aging population and the migration of the younger generations uh, to cities where they have opportunities for different types of jobs. And that's really reducing the pool of available workers. While dairy farms across the country are facing similar labor problems, some states have different challenges. Uh, they may have a more established community, for example. Uh, New York might be more attractive for employees than Pennsylvania because they have higher starting wages, overtime pay, and a strong farm worker union presence. However, although those things are great for the employee, uh, they are potential headaches and challenges for the employer uh, because those higher wages are difficult to in insert into the budget. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the resources that are available to you. Uh, Brook HR is available to provide resources, including hiring tips for dairy farms, human resource processes and procedures, HR templates, including uh, job applications, job descriptions, new hire checklists. I have a handbook that certainly uh, could be very useful to make sure that you are operating in a compliant fashion uh, and that you aren't leading yourself down the path to find challenges uh, when it comes to your hiring practices. Brook HR helps farmers who want basic HR tools and practices for their employees to increase that worker engagement, reduce the employee turnover, and manage the liabilities uh, that can arise from the safety risks of dairy farming, as well as compliant practices in management of those uh, dairy staff. Having and following a consistent new hire process for all employees is really essential, and I always recommend following a consistent process for all of your employees. Having a good recruitment and hiring process in place impacts dairy operations in a lot of ways, um, but some of those are it helps farms hire qualified, responsible, and reliable employees, decreases turnover, increases retention and employee engagement, decreases the chance of legal issues arising from the recruitment and hiring process, and then lowers the cost associated with training and turnover. If you are having to train and then retrain and then retrain and rehire for the same position over and over, there's a significant cost that's associated with doing that work. So it's really important to do everything that you can to keep the good employees that you have so you're not adding to your bottom line with multiple bouts of training and turnovers. No matter the size of the dairy, it's really important to have a consistent hiring process to avoid those claims of partiality or discrimination. This means that every step in the hiring process should be followed for all new hires. Even if the owner or the manager knows the new hire, there might be family ties there. A step can only be skipped or added if the new hire process is revised for a specific class of employees. 
So for example, if the position doesn't require any driving, then you can skip the motor vehicles record check. If that position doesn't have access to any finances, you potentially could skip the, back, the background uh, credit check. But if you have a process that says we check uh, background, criminal background checks for all employees, unless you can claim a reason why you would skip that step for one particular employee or a class of employees, uh, you really are putting yourself in danger of a claim of discrimination. So it's really important. And those claims can get really expensive really fast when you have to defend yourself and you have to pay for an attorney. So simply following a checklist every time is going to save you a lot of headache, and it's also going to save you from the chance of liability. When we're talking about recruitment, some additional benefits I think are, are good to think about. I think often dairy farms, you know, increasing pay is really hard to do, especially when your margins are really tight. There was recently a Glassdoor study that said 79% of employees would rather have new or additional benefits instead of pay increases. So providing a competitive benefits package allows farms to remain competitive in the labor market by attracting those skilled and qualified workers that want those benefits. Uh, it can also set you apart from your competition uh, who pay similar wages to their workers and offer similar work. Uh, if you can have that unique and quality benefit package, that makes you more attractive than the other guy. Some of those benefits to consider are traditional things like health, dental, life, disability coverage, but then some that are a little less so meals and lodging, interesting ways to pay time off, bonuses, incentive pay, differentials for uh, weekend work, things like that. By offering these fair and competitive compensation and benefits packages, farms can really be sure that they're attracting and retaining the skilled and qualified workers that they want. I think an interesting uh, conversation is around housing as well. You know, prov providing housing can be a valuable benefit for farm workers. Uh, housing options can be scarce, especially in rural areas, and offering employee housing can reduce the burden on those employees to find some, somewhere to live and then to avoid long commutes and provide them with an affordable place to stay. And that all is attractive to qualified farm workers. California Bioenergy is a leading developer of dairy digesters in America. With more than 100 projects, over 40 of them operational, CalBio has the expertise to help your dairy generate revenue by capturing methane and creating renewable vehicle fuels. Founded by a dairy farmer, CalBio considers itself the most dairy-focused digester developer, building systems to last generations, along with your existing family-owned operation. Now expanding with its subsidiaries, Northwest, Midwest, and Southwest Bioenergy, CalBio is ready to serve you. To learn more about how a cow biodigester could benefit your dairy, manure, and wallet, visit them at calbioenergy.com. Inclusivity and preventing harassment. The key ingredient for preventing harassment and bullying in the workplace is to maintain an inclusive workplace. An inclusive work environment, harassers are the ones who don't fit in. How does inclusivity prevent harassment and bullying? Inclusivity shouldn't just be the responsibility of one person or department. You need to build it into your company culture. Think about it. In your company, do employees hire, promote, or choose for projects only people who look like them? Do they take credit for others' work? Leave coworkers out of projects, meetings, or social gatherings? Treat their coworkers inconsistently. For example, saying hello to one person, but not to another. If you let these exclusive behaviors slide, harassment and bullying are not far off. However, focusing on a diverse culture 
that accepts and celebrates employees' differences shows that everyone is important and valued in your company. One way to do this is to have inclusive meetings. While many companies have made great strides towards diversity and inclusion, the fact remains that women and people of color and other protected classes are often ignored or passed over in meetings. When they can't share their thoughts, these employees might be passed over for promotion that they deserve, and your company could miss out on some great ideas. Making these employees appear to be less worthy also opens the door for other employees to feel that the harassment of these employees is okay or even condoned by management. To make sure everyone gets an equal chance to speak and be credited for their work, train and encourage your employees to amplify the ideas of others and give credit where credit is due. Don't let one employee steal another's idea. Respond to showboating by pointing out the expertise and experience of others. Rotate administrative duties. Don't assign note-taking to the female in the group. Kick questions back to the right person. The employee in charge of the project or with the most experience should always answer. Encourage your staff to intervene on behalf of others. If you do conduct training on this subject, do you discuss bystanders and their responsibilities? I would argue that employees who witness harassment and make a conscious choice not to step in aren't just pa passive bystanders, but rather enforcers of the harasser's behavior. These are all important things as a manager that you should consider and as a business owner should implement. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about succession planning. Uh, despite knowing the importance of planning for such situations, most organizations are really ill-prepared to replace CEOs and the key employees when they depart. Uh, many do not have a succession planning process or even chose to disengage from the process during the pandemic. Therefore, many organizations may be faced with crucial talent gaps in a very competitive labor market. Um, some interesting statistics, in 2019, a study found that only 35% of organizations had a formalized succession planning process. In 2020, a study found that 70% of the respondents reported that leadership development programs had been rescheduled delayed, or delayed due to COVID. In 2021, it was estimated that the direct cost of replacing a failed executive is estimated to be close to 10 times their salary. I wasn't able to find comparable 2022 numbers yet, but given inflation and the hiring challenges that we've all been facing, I can see that that number could skyrocket even higher. So there's huge costs to not being prepared and having to train someone from outside of your business because you didn't engage in the succession planning process. There's lots of benefits to engaging in the process. Um, some other benefits of engaging in succession planning are that succession planning can reduce employee turnover. You know, when we're talking about the cost of replacing each employee running from one half to two times each employee's salary, this is more important than ever. A 2019 survey found that 94% of employees said that they would stay with their current employer longer if a plan existed and the employer showed that they were invested in their employees' learning and opportunity and development. 94% is a huge number. So letting your employees know that you're invested in them and that you have plans for them to go to bigger and better places is really, really important. Some other opportunities um, that are presented by succession planning is increasing employee motivation. Um, putting a process in place leads to increased employee morale because it involves targeting a group of employees for future career advancement. The effort required to establish a development program for those future leaders results in a boost of confidence, which helps them motiv get motivated and helps to motivate others around them. And it ensures that they'll be capable of stepping up into new workplace roles when the need actually arises. 
it also makes frontline workers more comfortable that their future employment is in good hands. It also helps to increase client comfort. Succession planning procedures can also boost consumer confidence and retention by assuring clients that the transition in power is an ongoing and well thought out process. It calms their fear of a potential radical change in production, policies, uh, procedures, and it also allows them to become accustomed to the idea of change and affords them the opportunity to begin working with a group of potential future leaders before the change in power takes place. So think about your customers and what would make them feel confident, knowing that a succession plan exists and that you have a plan when your CEO retires or when a, a business leader retires is a huge, huge plus. There's also cost savings associated with creating a succession plan. Succession planning programs save organizations on the costs associated with recruiting and hiring a corporate outsider. In addition, the learning curve that exists in order to get new employees up to speed with the culture, the dynamics, and the expectations of the organization, not to mention the simple cost of onboarding and time invested from your HR team or whoever you're working with, that's a really costly process. So if you can invest your time in succession planning and keep those employees and keep them motivated, you can avoid the cost of recruitment and hiring and onboarding. Please reach out to Brooke HR today. I would be happy to help you get a plan in place and work with you and your team to make sure that you're putting the right people in place to make the right choices. Have a great day.